0: Welcome to the podcast Found in Estonia where we talk with foreigners who have made Estonia their home. In each episode it's going to be me, Tina, and Kaisa, my co-host, and we are going to talk with one foreigner who already lives in Estonia. This podcast aims to bring our listeners together, inspire more open-mindedness, and just to share interesting stories and observations that many foreigners with their fresh eyes can offer. Among the podcasts, we also plan to organize events and get-togethers in real life. And the best way to never miss any information about that is to go to our website, which is foundinestonia.ee and become part of our community. By the way, if you join our email community in August, which is right now, which is our launch month, then together with Estonian organic fragrance company Hurm, we actually have a gift for you. So go to our website and read more how to get it.
1: Hey, hey, hey. so Rufat
0: grew up in Azerbaijan, but he feels home at Tallinn and in Tartu, and in few other places as well which you're going to hear. Also, you're going to hear how he ended up studying in Estonia, how he already grew up with the love for potatoes, for example, what made him think that most Estonian stores are religious, how he managed to get locked up in a church in a tiny city in Estonia, how he describes Estonians, and much, much more. And now, let's just jump straight to the chat, where he shares his hobbies when he was growing up. And let the conversation unfold from there. Enjoy.
2: Hey guys, <laughs> my name is Rupa. Um, so the question asked, what made you happy when you were a child? Um, Probably yeah, I, I know what, what made me happy like when I was a kid like my mom used to always like give me um like um, In azerbaijan, we have our own like currency. It's called like manat yeah, It's like Azerbaijani manat so it was like uh, Until 2015 like one euro was one manat. It was like, exactly the same we used to have like good currency at that time but uh, Now it's like one euro is like 1. 1.5 1. 1.6 something like that anyways at that time uh, I'm just like trying to explain Uh, What made me happy was probably my mom was always giving me 60 cents like to go to school So it was like 20 cents to like to take the bus and 20 cents to come back So I always had like 20 cents like to spend in the school Um, and probably I was like going and buying like this um, small candies like from Mm this um, we had like this bazaar like local markets there and I was collecting those 20 cents and at at the end of the week I had like one manat which was like twenty twenty, you know and then I was buying like um, this uh, 10 cents. Oh, sorry, it, it costed 5 cents, like these candies. And I was like yeah. bringing them in the school and selling them. And it costs <laughs> like in the school, it costs like 20 cents separately. So I was like getting like 15 cents per for candy. You're a little so was, Yeah, that's that's what I was doing at that time. And then that was pretty that was something that made me really happy when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. having um, money and hustling. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> Gary Vee shit Yeah, you know, like, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of are you a big Are you a big yeah. fan of Gary Wee? I used to be, but not anymore. Why because not? like like here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have this thing, probably maybe you guys too, when mm-hmm. um when I for the first time I met Gary V was actually through Marie though. Oh, yes. in I 2000- Marie 2013. I watched one of their interviews, I think mm-hmm. thirteen, fourteen, and I became like a big fan. I was like, oh god, this guy is amazing and everything. Plus like he's like originally from Belarus, like I don't know, the like, mm-hmm. country I was like getting like my people. <laughs> yeah. And then he became like a big guy, like everybody started knowing mm-hmm. him, so I was like, Yeah, he's not like that interesting anymore. You mm-hmm. know, like when when yeah. somebody's like is kinda like resonates with you so you get feel yourself close to them but after a while like it becomes like really big so you're like "Mm, that person's not interesting anymore i want like that same guy with a small like community like i want to feel special there so but i mean i think he's cool i used to watch his like podcast and everything but i think these days at least he seems to be one of those people that um
1: where the fame hasn't actually changed him a lot, oh, yeah. oh. Uh, but it's just, yeah, the fact that whether he's so approachable as he was before, he tries right. to be, but, you know, at a certain point you can't reach out to everybody, so, yeah, right. yeah I understand how that would change the perception.
0: Yeah, I, I have similar that, I was really obsessed with, like, Tim Ferriss for a while, I was listening to all his, like, podcasts, reading books and everything, and then it kind of faded, because I got, like, I got all the input there, like, I already, like, understood what it's about. It just becomes
2: repetitive after something. Yeah. It's an
0: overload. Yeah. (laughs) Then (laughs) I had, like, Maria Forleo face and, like, a bit of Gary face and, like, different people. Yeah. right. But tell us about, like, uh... So, you're from Azerbaijan. How did you end up in Estonia? And when did you first heard about Estonia? What was that Never like
2: heard that question before? For, for the first time I'm hearing in my life, <laughs> what? like after five years. Thank you very much for this you're opportunity. Welcome. You're welcome. Listen, <laughs> um,
1: let's let's, for the sake of it, just tell us <laughs> yeah.
2: what made you come to Estonia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, and I always have the same answer anyway, so it's That's gonna, good. <laughs> it's <laughs> <good>. gonna <laughs> be like, <laughs> it's always like this thing. On, I don't know if you guys have the same thing for example you start learning some language like uh, okay now english we speak english let's say if you start learning another foreign mm-hmm. language mm-hmm. um like there are always like some specific questions people always ask you in that language like for example yeah. if you learn like i don't know um, like chinese or whatever mm-hmm. they're gonna ask like oh like uh, how do you end up learning chinese and you always like answer the same question and you're already like like you're mm-hmm. under your mind, like you already know the answer of that question yeah. So you just like immediately answer that question. Yeah. Yeah, and people yeah. like oh shit like you speak really good Chinese You know yeah, like fr- yeah. you get the that click like from five seconds Yeah. Um, but wait, what was the question? Oh, but how did I Estonia? Uh, I came here once actually in 2011. Uh, I was in the city called Johansu in Finland and um, I attended like one event there it was some environmental event through my um, this organization i was volunteering back then and then um i was with like this Azeti team we were like five of us and they said that hey like there is this country called estonia mm-hmm. um, which is like near like from Helsinki, nice. it's just like a few like one hour two hours and you know, something like that but ferry i was like okay let's go i came i was here for half a day i was in thailand at that time nine years ago and and i never thought i would come back <laughs> and then, like, when I. I mean, I just like. I just so never encouraging. Thought, <laughs> I just never thought about it. And that's the cool. worst wanna... experience ever.
1: I yeah. came for half a day and I
2: thought I'd never come back again. No, I mean, like, here's the thing I wouldn't think that, yeah, oh shit, like, that's wow, I have to come back. Not like, let's say I had that thing with Switzerland, for example. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I want to go back. Like, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't been yet. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> the psychic tab. Um, but for Estonia, I finished high school. I started applying to the unis. Um, got into like this, I had like three final options, Finland, Hungary, and Estonia, mm-hmm. the Spino countries, I don't know how I ended up there. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I was like, and then finally it was like, okay, Finland or Estonia, I'm thinking. And then uh, I ended up in Estonia because Estonia was cheaper option. And Finland was, I, I thought like, both of them are going to be cold, but let me go to a bit like less colder place. <laughs> so, so that
0: was Estonia.
2: So that was here. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of like convinced my parents that. It was I thought tough.
0: it was safe enough to come here. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean it was fine. I mean I came five years ago, and then since then I'm here. Mm. Well, I haven't lived a whole five years here. Mm-hmm. I always call five years on paper, but the re- the rest is just like mm-hmm. you know. now.
0: But... And you've been in Tartu and in Tallinn, right? Yeah,
2: I yeah. came to Tartu and then graduated the uni there. It's uh, Yeah, my hood. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm
1: originally from Tartu. Oh. I lived 13 years in Tallinn, 2 years in Ireland, and now I'm back in Tartu. Cuz really? now it's like now it feels like I can live here. <laughs> nice. Because I always think that Tallinn is like the city of young people. It's like 20 to 30, Tallinn busy lifestyle, you really? want to go okay. around and do stuff. And then past that you're like, "No, I'm okay with coming t-
2: down a little bit, like okay. don't want to run around and do. Maybe so. because like it is telescopic, right? Maybe that's why. Go. You plane. have to. You have to start going to Last Palmas, and then, <laughs> and then you will say <laughs> it's like place of over forty. You know.
1: No, but I mean, like in general, it's it's more about the vibe of the cities. Like it, every big city, if you think about London or New York or some other places like that, like they're so big, and you end up being so anonymous. Right. And I don't think that I really enjoyed the anonymity in the end. And mm-hmm. to a certain extent, it's nice if you go mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that for like, in the long term, then mm-hmm. I would prefer to be in a place where nobody knows my name okay you know i kind of like uh, we were talking and discussing before as well mm-hmm. like i kind of like a personal approach like when you go to a coffee shop or even if you go to a store it's nice if people recognize you yeah. yeah. You make yeah. connections yeah. and i'm a person that likes to connect with people but i think Tallinn is like too busy um to well okay i can't compare Tallinn to it but like any bigger city it's like too busy to make proper connections or it's harder yeah. people yeah. are too used to very superficial stuff. i feel
0: like for me italian seems quite small Because I I was living in New York last year, Mm -hmm. so when I came back then it was like, oh, Tallinn is so Mm -hmm. nice and tiny.
1: Mm
0: I think uh, Tartu is even more, yeah, smaller. Yeah,
1: well, when I was growing up in there, it felt like the smallest uh, place on earth, so. No, (laughs) honestly, like,
2: are you from Tartu, Tartu, like the city? Or like some small... No, 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 no no, no, I lived 18 years in Tartu, I graduated and then straight came to Tallinn. Okay. No, I'm just like saying like for, I think like Tartu is a really good place to start like your student let's say yeah. career so called. Yeah. I think that's a it's an amazing place, especially for someone who's coming from like big cities like Baku, like where I'm originally from is like three million people live there. So <laughs> mm, that's, that's a lot. That's too. a lot. And when I came to Tartu, I felt like what is this? Like it's so okay. small. So time But, like but then I actually liked it. You yeah. know, I was like, and then when I went to I oh, in this whole five years, I've only been back home once, and that oh, was wow. just for like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. And when I went back home like for 2 3 weeks I was like shit like there's so much noise like so much noise <laughs> yeah. near me and I was like no way I'm going That's back like you know But you
1: never notice exactly. it if you grow up in there or if you exactly. end in one place yeah. for a long time. You only realize it when you've when you been meet. away and you come back. And you're right. like oh my god how could I even live in here? Uh-huh. Like now, I come to tell him It's like a nice nostalgic thing. Yeah. I know the places. Oh, there's a new place in here. I come here, and then I'm like, oh, now I'm ready to go back to my quiet. So. Right. <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. So yeah. You. All right. How old are you actually? I never. I am twenty one. I will
2: turn. Oh wow, you're so... you're young. You're... Yeah. I'm twenty one. <laughs> you're know, okay. turn... almost a baby. <laughs> I'll turn twenty two in two weeks actually. Really? Right. Yeah. Okay. First of well, first of July. But so far, I'm 21. I wish I would be like 18 or something. I want to be like as young as possible, but oh my god What, what do you
1: think about uh, past 30 then? Can you
2: even imagine life a past 30? Oh, well, I, I have like some goals that I want to achieve by that time. So what are your goals? Oh. Oh. Exactly. What, exactly. Is, what is in your bucket list? Um. Well, I actually a day before yesterday I did like with uh with my Spanish friend, we wrote down like this five things that we wanna do before yes. we die, actually, so not like before thirty. I don't know how long i will I will live. I can just go out and as Gary God, says I like, feel so <laughs> as Gary says like get hit by a car or something, hopefully not today. Uh, but there were like five things that I wanted to do before I kind like, of... First thing would be probably... It was the, like, exp- getting to like 100 countries, like mm-hmm. to travel there. Oh, wow. That's like one of the goals that I wanted to do before that.
0: How much do you have now?
2: I have 32 now. Oh, you're like, so
1: one I quarter is done, so... <laughs> and you're only... One turn. 21,
2: so... I do want to do, yeah.
1: You're gonna be done already before 25, and it's gonna
2: be like, what is, what's next?
1: Okay, let's extend it to 200 countries.
2: That's the plan. <laughs> Okay. And then, um, then for the next four, we're probably the, one of them was uh, I want to build like a school in the village where I'm originally, like my, my family's from. It's like a really remote village in mm-hmm. like in the mountains of Azerbaijan at the border with uh, Armenia. Um, so it's kind of like a, this, uh, like a really remote place and people like don't have like a the connection to the education and everything, especially the schools. That's so one of the things. Um... One of the other things was like I'm currently running like one social media marketing agency so I want to like make it bigger and like make like consistent income out of that because that's like my full-time job right now. Um, we'll come back to that mm-hmm. we'll come back to that um i'm just thinking was i actually wrote down on my
1: phone the other day you just wrote it down that's why yeah. you, because you didn't write it down you wrote it in your phone that's yeah why. So that's you know what i do remember. i, I yes. never write on paper tap, tap, tap. yeah but if you would have written it on paper you would have reverted really? yes I, who knows
0: i write so many things on papers that i already have like so many notebooks and things and then when i'm moving or like putting my stuff around then i feel like. Oh my god, I have so many like notebooks, what do I do with the actual physical notebooks? I don't want to throw
1: anything away. And maybe you should, it's an emotional release, burn it all. Burn it, because Because... you've already gotten all the knowledge that you can get from it. Unless you want to reread it, there's no point in holding on to it. I always
0: feel like um, I could, I can, and I should like reread it at some point or something, Mm -hmm. but I never do.
1: That's exactly it. Trust me, 10 years of stuff. That I had when I was moving around, like I had, I literally had my 12th grade math um, like notes, Mm -hmm. like I could have done my math, whatever exam based on those and then when I looked at it like 10, 15 years later, I was like, oh my God, like I've never even opened it up, but I dragged it along with me in like Mm -hmm. several different places. They were heavy. <laughs> There's no point of like you holding on to stuff like that. You'll feel so much better if
2: it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it makes for a good fire starter. Yeah. <laughs> I even sometimes like I, I haven't been writing like actually like on paper for a really long time unless I need to sign something. It's easy. <laughs> but you like have the paper, in still yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just like yeah. I I like I have seen that my handwriting got like really worse. I'm actually doing like right now my masters at the same time. So. In, for the exam, like due to this COVID thing, we need to write on paper Mm -hmm. and then take a picture (laughs) of it and upload it on this like, student thing, like this Moodle thing. And I tried to write, it's like, I have this thing, I don't know if you guys have it too, like on my mind, I think that I have already written that (laughs) sentence, but I actually haven't, you know? Uh, like, um, it, it, it sometimes happens to me, or I just think that I have already done it, but I actually haven't, you know, like, I just think, like, the wishful fi-
1: thinking, <laughs>
2: to the max. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I already think, like, already the next five seconds that I have written that page, under my eye, it just, like, that sentence already appears, and I just look, the paper is blank, you know, so I'm, like, trying to write it down, and then the thing... I'm like shit. I haven't write, written that, and like I try to write, and my hands are like this. <laughs> I don't know how to hold the pen. You know, you should,
0: maybe yeah, you should practice a bit. I'm like it seems like your visualization is like working way too hard
1: on like. Probably, right? mm, maybe yeah. <laughs> it's like
2: you know, in the first grade, they write to like yes. this ah, yeah. and then write like a hundred times the same uh, letter. So.
1: you know when I was a kid, we actually had a lesson in school uh, called calligraphy. And oh, if, yeah? you, if you did mm. bad in it, like that was a no no. So everybody had to write beautifully. Really? Yeah. So, but these days I don't think they yeah. have it anymore. They do like the letters, but not in the same way. Like for us, if it looked bad, you had to rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, we
0: had so. something as well, but I don't think that, that extensive.
1: No, not at all. Tell me um, now about uh, where you grew up. You were uh, talking about this remote village. I can't even imagine.
2: Are you oh, are you a countryside person? I'm not from there. It's just like. Yeah. In Azerbaijan, we have this thing, um, whenever somebody asks like, hey, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, here's the thing, um, if I mean, in your case, let's say you're from Tartu, which means that you were born there and raised mm-hmm. there, but in Azerbaijan, if we ask somebody, where are you from, they usually say where their parents are from, okay. um, originally from, like okay. that's the thing. Um, but for me, it's like, um, I was born in Baku, raised there, so I'm like technically this capital Boy, let's say
1: mm-hmm. city boy so, yeah, yeah that one boys, I was...
2: but like every summer like after the like school like for a whole three months mm-hmm. we were going to my <laughs>
1: you were shipped off to your grandma yeah we were,
2: we were going to this like remote village <laughs> yes. uh, this city called Gadabe it's like on the west part of Azerbaijan and then um, that place is known for basically like this mountains and mm-hmm. potatoes um, <laughs> like, like Estonia you, so, so coming to
1: Estonia was like brother like yeah <laughs>
2: So it's basically like a potato land of Azerbaijan um,
0: (laughs) So the food is similar in Azerbaijan and in here, right? No, the love of potatoes is similar
1: (laughs) Well,
2: in that region, yeah, I cannot compare zero food to Estonia one, (laughs) sorry Okay, sorry,
0: we'll come back to that Yeah,
2: anyways, um, when I was a kid, yeah, I mean, I, I have like a really small family like compared to, in Azerbaijan usually uh, let's say, talk about my parents, mm-hmm. like, generation, it's, like, usually big families, let's say, four or five kids, mm-hmm. but uh, my family was, like, we were only, like, my sister, me, and my dad, and my mom, and that's it. And, but we had, like, also, all this like, relatives. I have, like, one from each, basically, and and they're, like, all around, so they don't live in Azerbaijan, so it's, like, you know, one in Russia, one in another <laughs> okay. place, whatever. So, yeah, um, went to the school, and finished high school and moved here so I don't know like, what specifically like how can I talk about my childhood but yeah that village thing was like only during the summer and I love like the people there you know was all this uh, you know it was not like a city like you just yeah. literally changed yeah. the whole environment exactly. there I sometimes though like go, go to like museums here, like not like this big museums, mm-hmm. but the other day we went to Rozi Kalavere mm-hmm. uh, museum, which the is... the open air museums, basically? No, it, well, no, no, it's like no, a
1: village... Uh, you mean Rósta? No, Rozi Rosta
2: Kalavere, it's in Mardu. Uh, oh, okay. It's like after like Mardu, like a really small village, mm-hmm. there are only like three families living there. They have mm-hmm. their own so-called village slash museum, mm-hmm. and... That's pretty much how, how, how it went and mm-hmm. I saw the people, like lifestyles there, how it used to be mm-hmm. and I just remembered like how our village looked like. Mm.
0: That's cool. You have a friend who has visited all the museums in yeah. Germany, right? Yeah. And yeah. that was probably with him, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's actually so in some cool.
2: village right now in Giliandi. So yeah,
0: we should talk to him as well then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Write it down.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the one that keeps all the notes. I'm the one that yeah. like goes wherever my mind wants to go.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. But growing up, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Ah, that's a good question. Oh, actually, my childhood dream—I wanted to become like president of France. Do you still want to become president? Of France? Uh, not anymore. Perfect yeah. Friends. I I loved like everything related to French language. Okay. And like all this French culture and everything and I even wanted to create like my own country called <laughs> Franquin. Oh, like no. it was like inspired mm-hmm. by France, like France and EN and um <laughs> It's gonna sound a bit racist, but I want to like accept like specific number of like nationalities and specific number of people. Like I want to take one thousand people and from mm-hmm. ten different countries. Ethiopia and them... in your
1: in your terms. It, yeah, 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 and
2: I found like from Google Maps like some island in the like like near <laughs> Caribbean or That's something. That's cool. And I was like, I'm gonna make that country my, like something like that. And my my kind of like inspiration was that this Nicolas Sarkozy, which was like one of the ex presidents. Of France, he's originally like I think Croatian or something. So I was like, if that dude can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> um, I don't know, like it was something like that. um But then, like, then I kind of, when I was a kid, I really liked this attention and everything. I was like, I want to be like the main. Uh, But afterwards I was like nah like it's better if I if I do everything by myself like silently on my own box You know Mm -hmm. as far as it makes me happy, you know
0: That sounds more Estonian. Yeah, that's how you can like fit in in Estonia
1: more Yeah, it would be something that would be very uh, like if you had to describe an Estonian They would be in their box like I was Mm -hmm. telling you about my closet Mm introversy but I heard a little birdie told me that the whole story about you going to Duri and doing these challenges that you have a YouTube channel. So I don't think that that little boy actually grew up uh, wanting to be in their box because what you're doing right now seems like you still are actually happy to get the attention and you kind of are expressive about mm-hmm. whatever you're
2: doing, right? So. So tell us what to do with the, this well, thing Well, YouTube? I mean, I just do it like for fun. I I, I actually started this like teaching Azerbaijani language. Oh. So like if you, or Azeri, however you want to call it, like usually I call it, mm-hmm. it it's shorter. Um, I just started because I didn't see anyone doing that. Um, I don't do it like for a living of course, just for, for fun, mm-hmm. like once a week I upload a video. So I mainly like do like learn Azerbaijani and like uh, I also did like some study, you know, abroad tips like and uh, or like some travel videos, but I kind of like my my passion right now is like social media marketing, like this like what I focus on right now. So I kind of don't want to put that much attention on YouTube because it's like teaching Azerbaijani is cool, but I'm not a teacher. You mm-hmm. know, I want to actually follow what I am more passionate about, mm-hmm. and so I'm focusing on that rather than you know, doing that video. But I mean, yeah, that's pretty much that YouTube thing, how I started Mm -hmm. this Azerbaijani thing.
0: So what do you do with the social media agency or the...
2: Oh yeah, it's basically like, I help like local businesses, like to increase their revenue, you know. Mm -hmm. I usually work with like clients with mainly in the the US or right now I have one client in Estonia. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, I'll help them like through paid advertising, I run like ads Mm -hmm. for them, content creation, stuff like that Mm -hmm. to bring more customers,
1: you know so, so how, how is it that the how, how did that passion come to be like what inspired you to start working your marketing and social media like i can't think of anything worse than that but really? okay. <laughs> because That's because so i so am funny. a creative person for me social media marketing is like
2: oh for me it sounds
0: fun and
2: exciting i mean i because here's the thing i don't look at it as like uh yeah i'm just gonna make like some content for somebody it's not like that i actually it's ethical thing for me because I actually help people to generate more revenue and mm-hmm. I always ask people before working for them because I don't I don't obviously go up to a random person and I, up to a random like restaurant or whatever and be like mm-hmm. hey do you want to work together no like I actually want to understand what their goals are I understand them like why they want to generate more revenue in their businesses mm-hmm. I mean usually it's connected to their like some psychological things like what, let's say if you're like as a restaurant owner if you're making like 10k 20k in profit in m- per month, like why do you want to double your revenue mm-hmm. like what's the reason behind it? do you want to mm-hmm. like take your kids to like um travel in like bahamas or whatever or do you want to actually just move from your shitty apartment to a new apartment or something like that so it's technically actually helping people uh just through different way of thing because this businesses can focus on what they're actually good at let's say if their restaurant provides a good meal <laughs> But as a marketer, I can actually help them to bring more customers, which they cannot do. You, know you what sound I mean?
1: exactly like the person that I need. <laughs> so. We talk business later. <laughs> no. But yeah, I totally understand. So essentially you are a storyteller and you try to get to the core of uh, what's the reason why they even started building their business. What is their passion inside? And right. Basically, you're making sure that they let it shine better. and focus on what they do good and you can do what you are doing good and feel good through that because you
2: are helping other people yeah I mean in I mean eventually like I I always like to tell like like usually when I have calls with people they just like usually say oh I cannot do it I have to think about it and I always Mm -hmm. say that hey look at it look this is not a this is not an expense this is actually something is going to generate money in the long term so like people this is really popular in Azerbaijan like people just want to make like quick cash you know just in a few seconds like that's why if you go to Azerbaijan i'm sure have you been no i want to (laughs) go you should go like if you go to baku especially so first first thing first whenever i tell someone if you're going to Azerbaijan don't just stay in baku it's basically like there's everything there like okay. if you want to actually live the real experience like mm-hmm. uh, you have to go to the villages you have to go to the mountains like if, some, if someone just comes to Tali but then doesn't go to, I don't know, uh, uh, Paide or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. like of course like, that's not the best representative of no. Estonia mm-hmm.
1: And that's usually, yeah, and that's usually what I, as an Estonian, tell other people as well. If they come to Tallinn, they enjoy it great, but, you yeah. know, the islands, uh, Tartu, Bernu, all of the other parts of the city, right. the nature has so much more to offer than just, you know, looking at the old city and then paying a steep price for beer in the exactly. center square, you know? Yeah, yeah
2: that's the thing. Um, yeah, about Azerbaijan, what I was saying, like, if you go to Baku, like, we have, like, uh, our people like to, we're known like as a trader people, you know, yeah. like this ca- Caucasian <laughs> yes, people, are. like people in the <laughs> Caucasus, like you will see like, uh, like you know, people. selling yeah. like uh, potatoes, like, I don't know, like my, my <laughs> grandpa, that's like, like this person, like he used to be a sailor and uh, how he came, like he moved to Baku, like from the village and he became a sailor, like, and then after that, when, once he re- retired, he went to the our village to this potato mm-hmm. uh, village mm-hmm. and he brought like a bunch of like mm-hmm. potatoes with him and sold like uh, potatoes in the bazaar just because he wanted to make money. Which I appreciate, the hustle, you know. That's yeah. I look at him and I'm like cool. But yeah, our people wants to make like quick cash and that's why you will see a lot of this um wedding palaces in Azerbaijan every mm-hmm. like 200 meters because they just want to because it's something fast, you know, yeah. like people It's
1: something tangible. It's something that you can uh, straight up either use or touch. And I right. think people have a problem with uh especially also in Estonia so it's a kind of I think it's maybe even Soviet Union background I don't know if it's related to that but I think people have a hard time grasping something that isn't there yet right so you're kind of giving them promises but mm-hmm. you know how will they know whether you deliver or not like right so how do you overcome that with those people like what what is it that how do you make them trust you
2: um <laughs> usually how I do I, I, I as I said I usually approach the things from psychological perspective I really believe that, like um, you know, relationships are the new economy. In terms of like you know having the right relationship with the people, mm-hmm. you know, actually it's a, uh, you know, Bradley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's actually a statement from him. He always okay. says that it's basically like um, if you like have the right relation with the people. Meaning right could be defined as many ways, but if you understand like you know what they're looking for in general, mm-hmm. I think you can kind of bring them value like you know it doesn't matter if it's marketing yeah i totally
0: believe that as well so how has it been in estonia like meeting new people or how has that been for you have you found like friends easily or who are your main people that you hang
2: out with Mm
1: -hmm. yeah connecting with
2: estonians how is it yeah (laughs) no good question really i think for me uh it really depends like i i i'm an outgoing person so for me it doesn't like really i can just randomly approach someone in the street without a problem, like it's not an mm-hmm. issue. Um, but I usually, my kind of like circle is pretty small here. I mean, I do know people, but yeah. like I'm not like, I always like keeping my distance with the people. Like I don't like make them too close to me or too mm-hmm. far. Kind of like have this like boundaries, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually hang out with like Russian Estonians, like that's kind of, mm-hmm. they're because the social part mm-hmm. of this like community or like spanish-speaking people you know mm-hmm. just because i feel close to them or like italians you know um but with estonian estonians like the russian Estonians, i'll call them rustonians yeah. because like that's kind of best way of explaining yeah. it but like actual estonians i know a few and uh, actually those are the ones which i have actually hung out most but they're like just a few of them mm-hmm. but how you did know? you meet them or what was the what's the thing that
1: binds you together to those people
2: usually like through university like when i was back in the like uni back in mm-hmm. tartu um like with this like erasmus uh, this esn things mm-hmm. like you know isaac like, or esn this kind of like mm-hmm. events or like from the work workplaces i worked you know um that's it. Maybe. Is that like
1: any random connections as well? No, like, no, no. I or mean, is like, it all like it's, everything? It's right like now? let's oh, say we organize
2: like an event or something, yeah. or like mm-hmm. at work I like, see them every day, and through their friends, friends, their friends, we go like have barbecue or something mm-hmm. through that. Like that's like talking about long time mm-hmm. connections. Yeah, okay, I can meet somebody in the bar or something. Yeah. Or do you think that Estonians are welcoming? Towards foreigners, I mean mm-hmm. in general It really depends where you're
1: the there. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: thanks uh, It really depends where you're from and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be really honest It really depends like where you're coming from and how you um, how well you're adapted to the hmm. community um, Like, I haven't had like any serious issues here in terms of like yeah, because I look different or whatever um, I think like speaking the local language is a really big plus Uh, But I mean in Tartu especially, Mm -hmm. but in Tallinn I mean like half of Tallinn speaks Russian So I don't have any like this feeling that Yeah, like I mean, oh my god, it's like so hard for me But I mean like I can if something happens I just switch to Russian and then Mm -hmm. it's easier for me that way
0: So how many languages do you speak?
2: Mm, Like properly I think five right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's like Azeri Russian English Spanish and Turkish. Okay, so. and how, how is Estonian going? <laughs> Any
0: interesting thing, language stories as well?
2: Uh... I mean, I, I I understand like basic like survival things, survival mm. kits, I have that, <laughs> uh, but usually if I get into trouble, I just switch to Russian, and I know that they're not gonna understand. Because it's just a thing, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys have the same thing, but like mm. when you're in the street, especially in Tallinn, I have usually it works. Sometimes I could fail. I don't know. When I look at the person's face, I mean, from like, let's say two meters away, I can already guess that what's the comfortable language of this person Mm is. If that person looks like, I don't know, Natasha, like, from, (laughs) like, like, yeah, Natasha from, like, a copy or last name or something, like, you know, it kind of, like, I don't know. There are certain features, yes, you know? yes, yeah. There are certain features. You yeah, can look at their like, like face patterns or like the way they dress, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it could be wrong, of course. Uh, also, or where mm. the region, which region you're in. I mean, mm. if you're in like Nama or something, of course, like they're not going to speak Estonian to you. Yeah,
1: by default, I guess in Lasnama it's the safest route is to go with Russian, right? Mm. Well,
0: Las- I live in Lasnama, like, it's not that bad. No, there. but I would say like. I, it's, it's bad. I mean, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It wasn't
1: anything about that, but I think like safest because you know that a lot of the Russian population living in Tallinn lives. In and I think part of it is because they are surrounded by similar uh, language speaking people as well. And it's the same actually if you go to uh, Stromi. Like yeah. I used to live in Stromi in like Kelgulin yeah. uh, yeah. area and <laughs> our full house was total mater. you're like, oh my god, like even my landlord was like Russian speaking lady and yeah. I was like every time I had did to go and pay the rent.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. No. That's, God, that's how you know. That's hustling. how you know. That's how you know the <laughs> Russian landlady. No, it's like
1: hustling. But every time I had to like call her, I had to brush up my uh, like almost non-existent Russian skills, and it was a good way to like remind myself mm. what it feels like to speak Russian. But yeah, and yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah. It's, it's... So in that sense, I totally understand. But what I want to know is like, how do you recognize an Estonian? What's an Estonian feature? Yeah, what does it look Russian. like?
2: <laughs> I mean uh, the way they talk or the way they like when they open their mouths, the first word that comes out of their mouth or like usually I can I can easily catch I think I'm good I'm pretty good with accents like mm-hmm. I can easily catch the accent like I don't know if I told you once I we were in Toulouse in France with uh with my mm-hmm. friends and I was in um I was w- visiting a friend of mine who works in like a small cafe there and then mm-hmm. it's me and two other friends who we're like having like this crepe and then uh the scroll comes in Uh, Like with a backpack, and okay, I mean, I mean, it's this really small cafe. You're just like looking at everyone who's just coming passing by, and she comes and sits right near me, and then uh, I'm just looking at her. I kind of like feel like she's like Finnish Estonian, so I'm just Mm. like, uh, she comes and she sits down. I think she asked like, what's the time or something, and I go like, she was like, excuse me, what what is the time, like something like this. I was like, oh, she's definitely Estonian, (laughs) and I'm like. And I'm like, excuse me, Maria Stone, and I like her face like, oh like this. <laughs> how did you know? Like, how did you know? And I'm like uh and she yes. kind of creeped out, you know? And then I, I said, I don't know, from the accent. And I don't know yes. if it's a good thing uh, to say. And she goes like, Yes, I'm from Tartu. And I'm like, Oh, me too! <laughs> and at that time I was living <laughs> there. And instead of like I'm in Tar I'm in I live in Tartu, she goes like, I'm I I'm from Tartu and she looks at me and is like, Are you sure? And I'm like, I'm not, I live there. <laughs> And, That's yeah, so cool. I think it, it's, yeah, from the accent, usually, I think. Yeah,
1: there is a specific accent, for Estonians, but what I meant was more, like, uh, visual features. Ah. Like, if you were talking about, like, yeah, yeah I can understand how you can find a Slavic person yeah. in Tallinn.
2: So but, when you
0: walk on the street yeah. and there, there's people coming towards you, how do you know if they're...
2: Well, I don't, I don't think... Not
1: always, way. but, you know, yeah. I, I general mean, if, I, term, if I
2: have to think, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't look at everyone's face like uh, Inspector yeah. Gadget or whatever. Yeah. Um i don't know probably the way i cannot say if they way the way they dress like it's, it's quite it's difficult like i have to i have to I have to talk to them i have mm-hmm. to like at least they have to like one word needs to come out of their mouth mm-hmm. or something
1: but yeah. how would you yeah. describe estonians in general um like if you go back to azerbaijani and somebody else can what are estonians like what would you tell them yeah that the potato
2: eating but that's no 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 i actually had this one experience i have a friend of mine jonas and his brother um, Jan, shout out to Jan. He, he's gonna, uh, we'll listen.
1: Jan, hello, Jan. We yeah. don't
2: know <laughs> you yet, but we will now. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually, him and his uh four other friends came uh to Azerbaijan. And uh, Jonas, my, my friend, like he like, wrote me and he said that hey, like my brother and his like group of friends are coming to Baku uh, and they're gonna go to the mountains for hiking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome, nice. Uh, and he goes, like Oh, can you like show them around a bit in Baku? And I was like, Sure. And it's like, Forty degrees in Baku that day. It's like so hot, mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, so he comes and then, and I'm like yeah. Uh, I show him around a bit in Baku in Boulevard. We walk around the mm-hmm. sea and I'm like hey in the evening like uh, we can go to our place uh, and my mom like uh, like maybe she can cook something or whatever like make for a tea. Usually we just say tea, but it ends up like being a big <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> so and I call my mom like mom like I have like a couple of Estonian friends and I just met them that day and I just like uh, my friends are coming and she goes. Oh, I'm like, can you just like make a tea or something? And she goes like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And hang up and I go home in the evening. It's five of them, me and one other as a friend. So we're like seven. And I see like the table is full of food. And I'm like, mom, what the fuck did you do? Like you just asked food. <laughs> and and I forgot because that was the first time I went after mm-hmm. those like period of time. I forgot that like our people actually cook a lot of food. Yeah. I just didn't think she would do it. And like, they're all in shock. They're like, oh, wow, like that's amazing food, nice. And then we sit down. Out of those five people, like only one of them is super. There are like mm-hmm. um, three girls, two guys, and out of all these five people, only one girl talks. Like she's really social, and she only speaks English though. Um, so I'm like, uh, my dad doesn't understand English, so I just like translate the things yeah. and everything, and uh, we just talk, talk, talk. And then that's the only girl like who's talking. The rest four, my dad is like, <laughs> what's wrong with them? Why they don't talk? <laughs> and I'm like. Dad, it's like Estonian thing, like they, they don't like to talk. They're like yeah. oh. and he goes like why are they here? And then then like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pint. like And I'm like and I'm like and my dad just came back from work and he's so tired like he just wants to socialize, you know? Mm-hmm. And I go like, Oh wait, I know how to solve this thing and then mm-hmm. I go like downstairs, like to the shop and I buy like a lot of beers. And yeah. I come back and it's like a lot of beers, like I don't know, like three packs of like this you know, <laughs> this big one liter beers and then like I put on the table like guys let's drink You know, in Azerbaijan, we have this thing. um, uh, Whenever we drink, we always like drink for something. We have to like say a toast. Like, if you're not gonna say a toast, like, you don't drink. And (laughs) even though, like, for the most stupidest thing, like, reason, like, we can drink for that. And we're like, we start really nicely, so Uh professional and everything. Like, I'm drinking this for the health of um, every participant here or something. And then after like 10 drinks, they're like, I'm drinking for a dog or whatever. Like, (laughs) like, 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 stupidest thing. And then. Of course, my dad goes because he's like the main, let's say, the host, right? And he stands up and he's like, "I'm drinking this for the I don't know friendship of Estonia, Azerbaijan, something like this." And I'm like, "Dad, come on, that's not important." (laughs) And I'm like, "They don't give a shit. It's fine." And, And then we're just like, and then we continue drinking, and then it's their turn. And this guy stands out, like one of these guys. I think he's just like, he just like doesn't know what to tell him. Like, just tell something, let's drink it. And like, yeah. a, they have this, like this uh, drinks are in our hand, we just like yeah. to, to zip it. And he tells something, okay, after half an hour, like, this guy's heard drink drank and like a lot of things, so I feel like they're kind of more comfortable now. And after like five minutes, one of these guys stands like, I want to say a toast. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit. And it's like our face. It's like so everybody's cooking. like, looks, and, yo, like really? Oh. <laughs> like we don't expect that. Anyway, so he just said something. And my dad was like impressed. Like, you know how to talk to them. I'm like, I guess so. <laughs> Some practice. <laughs> so it's, like, we'll contest you here. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> talk. That's how about are cool guys? Like nothing.
1: Yeah, but it's like, uh, no, but yeah. I think it's the Estonian reservedness like, you rather observe and listen, and then if you have something like Estonians describe, if you have something smart to say, you will say it. Yeah, like, yeah, so especially like the ones that are more introverted and more like uh, holding on to themselves. But yeah. what has your experience been with Estonian sauna? Do you have the
2: same kind of thing in Azerbaijan as well? Of- I mean, we do have saunas, but I mean, it's not like uh, when I came here, yeah, I mean, I, I actually for the first time I went to sauna with, with these guys. Well, I'm talking about... How was that? No! (laughs) That's why you're good friends. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, it was cool. It was fine. Like, we just went. We had, like, some food and sauna. I mean, yeah, in Azerbaijan we do have saunas, but it was not, like, this naked saunas. Like, we don't have that. Like, we just, like, take the towel and then just go there and that's it. But, like, for me, uh, like... like Wait,
0: is it the same, that... is it the same concept
2: that it's at home or like ah uh, it... no not at home like yeah. I mean yeah maybe if you have like good money yeah they make it <laughs> like in the mm-hmm. like countryside or something but usually in Azerbaijan we have this place called hammam mm-hmm. it's basically like this bath like for men and women it's separate mm-hmm. um well the, the, you go there and there are like saunas and everything there are guys like where Kind of like, uh, basically you lay down and then mm-hmm. they kind of clean you and massage mm-hmm. you and everything and you just become super white after you come back. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> that's how you fight yes. racism. You go to a <laughs> But for how <laughs> yeah. you go
0: there? Like in South Korea, they go for a full day. Like they stay overnight in saunas yeah. and then they have gyms and food and stuff there. Is it like similar? Or?
2: No, it's like for like three, four hours. You just go like, I mean, it depends. There are some people go every week. I have been only once in my life. And with my grandpa, I went there. It was fun, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. um But talking about saunas, no, it's mm-hmm. not the same concept. It's like usually it's in the gyms or something. Or mm-hmm. that's the thing, guys. Like I mean, I came here when I j- I just turned like seventeen when I came to Estonia. So like most of my experience, kind of like memories, <laughs> are from like Tartu and later. Yeah. You know, like I I was sixteen and my birthday is in July first. I turned. 17 and in august i was here so like for me like a lot of friends that i kind of got or like connections were after it's like pre-tartu after tartu yeah you you have time periods yeah you're just
1: you're such a baby yeah Yeah. so So. but you look much wiser and older than you actually your age says so i wouldn't have believed that you're like I turned as well. <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. It's like it shows you you're wise and you know you've seen the world. <laughs> and you've lived in the states as well, right? I have. So how, a would, year. You,
0: how would you compare like living there and like socializing or oh, yeah, so there with Estonians?
2: Really different. I was there two years ago. I went like exchange, it's like Erasmus, but like to US for a year. Great experience. I wasn't okay. I was in Nebraska. It's like five of the no. uh, United States, <laughs> even worse. Like, it's like cornfields and all this. Like, uh, I was living in a campus. I was like, we had like 1,000 people in the whole university, and like only 20 of us were international, and oh. they were all exchanged. So, it was like, like it was interesting experience, like living in this campus, you know, like mm-hmm. this thing, like everywhere is closed got to work and a lot of things like I mean I kind of like had both sides like both working side also studying side it was way different and one thing that I saw like Americans are so social you know like and they're like just like hey how are you doing like you know like all this like Ashley's coming to you like hey how are you doing today and I'm like mm-hmm, good how are you it's like, good, good bye and I'm like why the fuck you even ask like I, See? that's the thing Okay, this is the thing. If I would go there straight from Azerbaijan, then maybe I would get the idea. Yeah. But going after from Estonia there. Like, yeah, that you, was were like, from, you were already oh, like, from. No, no, no. <laughs> and I have like this uh, one experience. Uh, I have a friend of mine from Utterpa. And uh, his name is Georg. Shout out to Georg. Georg from Utterpa. And uh, he was studying in Tartu. And he came in the second semester to Nebraska. And um, basically, we were three of us. With him, there were three of us, one other girl and me. So it was like technically. Estonian there representing Estonia mm-hmm. uh, but of course like you know Azerbaijan was talking about Azerbaijan whenever somebody asked us like I am from Estonia this university but I'm from Azerbaijan you know yeah. um but yeah this Georg comes I still remember to say this is first week and we're going from our dorm to the to the cafeteria mm-hmm. and Georg is walking and Georg is like this big tall guy like, it, like not Estonian tall, but extra tall. From that, like so, it's like really tall <laughs> and guy. But like he's like really, like, he's a really cool guy, but really introvert. You have to like talk to him a bit, like kind of get to know him better. Um, so we're walking from dorm to cafeteria, and this guy like comes in the same way. It's like meet Georg, and then like this guy comes, and it's his apparently his uh, classmate. And he goes like Oh And he, they call him George He's like Hey George How are you doing man Like something like that But like you know This American like Talking mm-hmm. like You're walking yeah, But yeah. you shouldn't stop While you yeah. ask that You just like that's Keep great. talking And then yeah. you just like
1: Good good how are you And then Good goodbye. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like you know that
1: Yeah, yeah. Passing by And not that's actually Having a conversation But shouting to each other from so it, Exactly yeah, In New
0: York It was also the same Like how are you Good good yeah, okay. Nobody gives a
1: shit How you actually yeah. are It's just hello and goodbye For them When you're like Okay thanks for noticing
2: me <laughs> Yeah yeah, exactly. And right. then like, this guy comes and he says, hey, George, how are you doing? And then, like, Georg stops. And, and I, in, unintentionally, I stopped too because he stopped. And this guy like, continues walking. It's like this awkward situation. And he goes like, hey, George, how are you doing? And Girl goes like, I'm okay. And, I'm, like, <laughs> and then this guy goes like, he turns and goes are you okay? What's <laughs> happening? And, like, <laughs> this is a weird situation like they kind of like get into like this argument was like this weird thing and like yeah just say like i'm good you know like just say i'm fine that's it you know and he's like i'm okay but in estonia we say i'm okay and i'm normal (laughs) i'm like and then this guy confuses and then that was like the kind of first shock for him like when he came because it was like after one semester you already get used Mm -hmm. to it and everybody drives there you know this like you know So. But did you have
1: those I'm okay moments here in Estonia as well when you arrived? Was it
2: hard to understand Estonians? We have that word like and uh, we say that too, yeah. like in Azeri we say like. But so that's like a. Uh, so no, it wasn't a foreign. It wasn't like for a foreign. Concept, like when somebody <laughs> yeah. say I'm normal. Uh, yeah. It just sounded like same word but a yeah. different accent. I'm yeah. normal. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I would say. I'm not minding, you know, like something like that But, but do yeah.
0: you have some like uh, weird stories sort or of, like language uh, experiences? Like yeah. lingu- uh, when you use a word Do favorite <laughs>
2: Estonian
1: word? <laughs>
2: um. My favorite Estonian word is probably like kosmos or keskus or something like that It's just like, uh, just, nice. I love the way you just add I Don't write it, it's just like a random word It's just like, <laughs> it's like a, uh, you just add keskus at the end of everything and it becomes a place, you know? <laughs> oh, <No>, that's what <way laughs> you like So...
1: Do you know what kosmos means?
2: Like, kosmos? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? it's
1: the same in Russian Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the same cosmos. in the too,
2: like we say kosmos, so yeah. Yeah, yeah Um, interesting story, oh, yeah. I have had a lot actually like many, I can just say one. In I wasn't. I got locked in a church in the Rakvere once. <laughs> that's <laughs> interesting. <So> Tell <that's> more. <laughs> we went there. I was. It was uh, two thousand fifteen, something like that. I went there with uh, my Italian friend, and uh, it was like one, like two hours, one hour before our like bus ride. Do you remember this uh, Simple Express? It's like one-year yeah. tickets. Like you mm-hmm. can just buy everywhere. So we bought that, and we went there a day before Christmas, and everywhere was closed. And then we were like, "Oh, let's go to this church. There's this church near this um, castle. You know, mm-hmm. they have this uh, tarvas, yeah. right? Rafa. Yeah, da- yeah. It's near that. There's a church, and we get in. There's nobody. It's me and him. And um, this lady who is like a keeper or something, um, she closed the door, and we feel like this like this lock. <laughs> and we thought like maybe I don't know, she just like closed the door or something. And she locks the door and goes away. And it's lunchtime." and i didn't even think where the, where the fuck she went you know and we're like oh, okay we'll just go back in five minutes and then we're trying to open the door and the door is closed i'm like what the fuck and then my, my friend goes like we're locked in here and i'm like yeah i can see that <laughs> and then he's like and he starts like praying to jesus and everything I'm like dude like jesus is not going to help you tonight don't worry maybe another day you don't know <laughs> and then and then this lady goes away and we're like what the fuck like we stayed there for an hour and then lady comes back and I'm like, where did you go? And she goes like I went for lunch. I thought you guys were out. I'm like, didn't you see us? Like two of us like walking inside of the church. It's like, oh like a uh, babandus. And I'm like, mm, well, babandus doesn't help, sorry. You know? <laughs> okay. So, is there
1: any uh, weird Estonian words? Weird? Yeah, weird. Like that sounds weird to you. Like why would people say
2: something like that? Or hard Estonian words? Mm, probably like I don't know, this uh, Hindus this first word <laughs> I, When I saw that for the first time, I was like What is this? Like th- th- this is, this is kind of And I'm like reading Allahimdus and, and I'm like Because Allah like, in Naziritu, in to means God You know, and then I read <laughs> And then we have like two ways of saying it We have like Tanru, And then we have Allah We like two ways of mm-hmm. Like it depends on the person you choose mm-hmm. And uh, I see that I'm like what is this? Like, a, <laughs> I hope it's not a religious place or something. And I see like everywhere, like in front of shops, I'm like, what is this? Like All these like, shops are religious shops or something? Suddenly,
0: or? once a year they become like super religious and everybody gets well like, Over- When you think about, about it, like shopping
1: that. is like a religion to certain yeah. people, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your relationship with religion altogether? Oh, no, I'm not religious at all. I'm, like, I just... Are atheists, like, Estonians?
2: (laughs) I think, like, uh, I don't... I believe there's something, like, exists, like, a god or something. But, I mean, I believe in people. I believe in myself first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I I don't really... Because my family is not, like, uh, religious either. Like, neither, like, my friends or relatives. So, I'm, like, I have never been into religion at all. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in Azerbaijan, it's not, like, a... It really depends where you live. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we have, like, some, let's say, cities, like, uh, middle part of Azerbaijan, Central Azerbaijan, which is kind of, like, isolated from many things. That Those people kind of believe in religion. But usually, if you go up to someone in the... Street in Baku or something like you wouldn't find the actual people religious, you know. Like, yeah, we say this thing. uh, uh, You know, we have we have a lot of um, Jews in Azerbaijan. We have a lot of orthodox Christians and Muslims. Of course, Muslims are more, more, but we call them like um, cultural Muslims. That's the word Mm -hmm. for that. Like they're like maybe Muslim on paper, (laughs) but I don't know if it's the word for that. But they don't actually practice anything. So, but yeah. Okay. It's just
1: sure. a way of uh, understanding where they come from and what their um, background is. Right. Thing. Yeah. What about Azerbaijani people here in Estonia? I know there's uh, quite a few Azerbaijani people that yeah.
2: are living in Estonia. Have you met any? Well, we actually just recently opened the Azerbaijani Maya in Babotsa oh, okay. So it's like uh, right near the Freedom Square. That okay. That's like uh, near the peatus.
0: So what happens in that house? Um, like we mean?
2: do... Actually we... Um, on twenty eighth of May, like two weeks ago, we organized this Republic Day of Azerbaijan. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like a cultural place. We have like two places. Like we have like this Sultsarkond, like mm-hmm. yeah, this uh, embassy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have like this Kulturi Keskus, uh and then this Maya. So it's basically like this organizing cultural events and stuff. Um, Azerbaijani people, there are. I think we're in. According to statistics, which I checked few years ago we were in like top 10 foreigners in here Um, like I mean in terms of numbers I think there are over like 3,000 Azeris living in um, in Estonia I believe Um, maybe less maybe more but student wise when I came to Tartu we were only five of us uh, 2015 but now there are over 100 Mm -hmm. so (laughs) like in five years actually a lot of people so yeah
1: so you feel right at home here because of that as well, or or how important is it even for
2: you right. to uh, it, speak to your people, sort of? I, I mean, that's... Or is it
0: the negative thing that there are
2: so many? <laughs> I mean, it, it, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I don't know that many of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not really in a big like I have an like, interaction with them a lot. Like I don't talk to them a lot. Maybe like I don't know once in three four months or something like that. But usually, like physically, I don't talk Azeri. I just like call my parents once a week, and that's all talk I talk in Azeri. But now sometimes I just like hang out like maybe once a month or something. Mm-hmm. So I mean like for me I, Honestly, I don't really care um, Like as far as they're like behaving well and you know like integrating well to the community and you know um, I'm cool with yeah. that, you know, and also like in Estonia, Azerbaijan like like a Image of Azerbaijan is not bad actually honestly mm-hmm. from what I have heard what I've seen Um First of all, I think because we're also a country, so there's like a lot of like kind of um, similarities in terms of that. But of course, we're like a Southern country, you know, it's way different. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think as a brand image of Azeris, it's, okay you know it's 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 okay so so
1: yeah how very uh, Estonia no, yeah. would you say the same when you were in Azerbaijan what <laughs> like if you had to describe i think it's okay how we are perceived in uh, in Estonia
2: <laughs> no i mean like oh you would be like oh my god like Estonian flaws <laughs> no I, w- I no i wouldn't say that for sure i mean it's, it's like it's, yeah i, mean, I, I don't want to like sound like negative or something it's just like i think it's it's in the right spot. It's nothing like bad or nothing like wow. Because I don't think any nationality here has that like, oh my god, we want this people. Like no, I don't think like you
1: know. Yeah. How do you think Estonians um feel about foreigners in general like? What's what's your take on it for now? Like right right about this moment or maybe you've been here for
2: now a while so you kind of have a feel whether it's okay that you're here or not. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. It again comes back to where you're from and how mm-hmm. you're... Uh, it's the truth. I mean, I, I can be like super nice and say, Oh my God, like it's the best ever. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It, it really comes boils down like where you're from and how well you're yeah. like part of the community. Um, you know, like here's the thing. One, I'm just going to give an example for myself. When I came here for the first time, uh first year i still remember if you go even go to my instagram like yeah. i po- i used to post every day in instagram in 2015 when i came to Tartu it something about Azerbaijan every day and then i was like wait a minute like why do i keep doing this like i mean okay what what's the reason behind it like i mean i i'm proud where i'm coming from i love my like you know nationality mm-hmm. um i love my family i respect because i, I really believe that I sometimes actually become happy when people don't know about Azerbaijan. I Mm -hmm. I become so happy because I'm happy that I'm the one who is going to introduce my country to them. That's why I was like, it's better to have like... People don't know anything about you, rather than have some like negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was the same thing in, in the U.S. For one year, I didn't meet anyone from Azerbaijan, and it was like, and they didn't know about Azerbaijan. You, you know how mm-hmm. blissful was it? Like, I was you like, all the fairy yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I can. I can literally bullshit anything. They're yeah. gonna believe that. You know, like but
0: that's a typical mm-hmm. thing with it. as an Estonian as well. I've yeah. met them so many times. Like, oh, you're the first Estonian who I meet, and then I'm always like, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can make the. Perception of Estonia.
2: (laughs) Yeah, actually uh, awkward questions one of them. I just remember it was Mm -hmm. actually not in Estonia in the US There was this girl. I still do remember to this day. Oh my god Uh, It's my it's the first week and orientation day and are like all these like 2020 of us Mm -hmm. and then like they're all from like, I don't know Ireland Italy or France or something and then me come like from Azerbaijan and they're like what the heck is that and then there's this girl like um, sorry, um, how the like, people from Azerbaijan look like? <laughs> like? And then, and then, like, this is my face, like, because, like this was the first thing she asked, it was like, she and she didn't even, like, pronounce Azerbaijan, I was like, Azer, like, this that country you said, and I'm, like, I'm like, Azerbaijan, she goes like, yeah, that one, and I'm like, how do people in your country look like, and I'm like, <laughs> like me, me, like me, and then she goes like, Oh, that's cool. And then, like, when they say that's cool, it means like, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then she said, "That's cool," and I'm like, "Yeah, I guess it is." <laughs> so that was a weird question. That's
1: good. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes like people ask about these in, in certain countries, like I had the same in Ireland and in UK and it's similar to US as well, where they make conversation with you but they're actually not really interested in yeah. the conversation or connecting with you. They're more like right. blowing out air and trying to ease the situation and cancel out the silence. Right. Like mm-hmm. how do you feel? Like I have this impression that in Estonia it's okay to be silent. Oh yeah. But in sure. other countries like I feel that they constantly try to fill the silence. So when you come to Estonia, I think most foreigners learn how to be on their own and how mm-hmm. to be okay with that. So yeah. I don't know how, how do you see
2: that? I, I love this. Comment. This is a really good yeah. comment. Uh, like, uh, I think that in Azerbaijan, especially like in the US, it's even like more, or in Spain, like they don't like silence. You know, like they just keep talking. It's uncomfortable. But, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like let's say I'm gonna give an example. Like let's say you're on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Well, I mean, it really depends like what you're looking for, but like, for, for example, for me, like, if I'm with a girl, and if I, let's say, when I was going for the first time to a date, in my first years, like, for me, like when I had this silence, I was feeling so awkward, and I was like, oh shit, like, with, and not even on dates, like, with friends, even, yeah. let's say, like, with some, like, I just met somebody from school or from work mm-hmm. or something, Like there's this awkward moment and the people just like, I just like start looking at people's eyes, like who is going to be the telling the next move. And then Mm -hmm. I feel this pressure on me that like I have to tell it. So I go first. But then after actually coming here, I actually felt that like actually having that silence and having that, like I, I don't know, my kind of like talking is pretty fast I think, I talk fast I believe, at least Mm -hmm. people what I've said maybe you can say it too, Um, but having that pause like in the middle like kind of like breathing in and be like it's okay to it's okay to have a pause, like it's actually a good point you know? That's one of the things that at least I noticed that it's
1: it's great to have the space to just be with your own thoughts as well and because I feel that if people fill all the space in between there's like no room Mm -hmm. and i think most of the nordic countries like norway and finland and sweden and every one of those Mm -hmm. actually has the same thing whether it comes from that it's cold and dark outside or whether it's just self-preservance like don't say too much Mm -hmm. or it's just reservedness of estonians or nordic people or scandinavian people uh but in the end it like kind of boils down that if you can sit down and just be with yourself i think that's a very estonian
2: essential thing Mm -hmm. or like Scandinavian essential thing really good point yeah I mean for example like here if people don't know you here like they're not gonna ask you personal questions yeah like you (laughs) know but in let's say in Spain or even in Azerbaijan Mm -hmm. our people like like I'm gonna give like a really good stereotype about that right now (laughs) Uh, like the the taxi drivers for example these people have no freaking idea who you are they're gonna keep asking you so many personal questions that like where you're from like uh who like who, like, how much money do you make? Where yeah. you work? Like, like uh, what was the last Straight time you visited? Like, yeah, I'm like, dude, like, why the fuck do you need... Like, what are you gonna do with that information? Like... Maybe like, they
0: have, like, double jobs. They work for statistics as well. And don't <laughs> I don't think so. Forwarding.
1: Just, it seems like they're very curious, though. But it seems like in there, I don't know, are they genuinely asking the, that information? Or is it also more like small talking? Um,
2: well, it's just like for a small talk, let's say... I, I, I'm gonna give that example. When I went back home, like, uh, during mm. these five years once, That was like, uh, you know people have a culture shock when they come to another country for me? I had that when I went there back. (laughs) I went back home and uh, this is like my first one hour. I arrived and this taxi driver picks me up from the airport. And like Baku is big so it takes like half an hour by taxi to get from airport to my place. And this taxi driver, we have this thing, this taxi driver has this thing like when they start like breathing heavily after the first like five minutes of you being in the car and not talking it means that they want to start a conversation <laughs> and like this guy's like driving the... cool. and like his head like is turning back and i'm like st- i'm st- like you know i'm looking front but at the same time i can see like from here that he's like <laughs> looking at me and he was asked and he's like waiting for that click moment like i turn my head and then he just goes like uh, and this is his like conversation, like icebreak. He's like, Oh, I saw in your phone number that it's like a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, What country is that? And I'm like, Oh, God, okay, he's gonna ask me a And I'm like, It's Estonia. was like, Oh, so you live there, huh? And I'm like, um, Well, yeah. He's like, Oh, what do you do? Do you work? Are you a student? And I'm like, At that time, I was a student. I was like, Yeah, I'm a student. And he goes, Oh, nice, nice. Uh, what do you study? Uh, how long have you been there? Are you gonna stay there for the rest of your life? Are you gonna, become a, are you gonna get the citizenship? I'm like, dude, why the fuck do you need this? Like what what <laughs> why? Like what kind of solution it gives to your problems? Like nothing. It's and just, just down the rabbit hole from there. <laughs> that happens so.
0: That's cool. cool. So, let's do some um weird questions as well. <laughs> Short okay. and weird. So, can you name any like weird foods that you've eaten in ate in Estonia? Here? Seen, yeah.
2: Mm, oh. Yeah, here's the thing. Like Estonian kitchen, like for me, I don't have a definition for that. Like apart from, like, like if you say to me, like, hey, like describe me Estonian kitchen, like I cannot. Like I mean, for me, it's mm-hmm. really difficult. We yeah. can
1: either potatoes and pork. Yeah, roast. like okay, I don't want to say potatoes. The, and anything. that's also
2: German. So. <laughs> so. a lot of, a
0: lot of it comes from Ukraine as well. I Probably like this blood, blood problem, sausage.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Probably a mixture of
2: like. Do you, you like blood sausage? sausage? No, I hate it. Really? I tried it once. No, I- I just like tasted it and was like, no thank You maybe, sure you cooked
1: it well? Maybe you got the wrong <laughs> brand. Like there are different tastes. I didn't cook.
2: I, I, I got it in the, in the one bistro. Like I'm
1: looking it. Okay, because I know of a guy. I saw a YouTube video where this American guy was trying out Estonian foods and he just bought the blood sausage and <gasps> ate it raw. No. Oh. <laughs> and then oh. was wondering why it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking. <laughs> that
2: weird. <laughs> How, what do you think about coke? Kouke is good. Koke- I like kokuke, <laughs> but the thing is that I don't eat it a lot because I have lactose intolerance, so... Mm-hmm. I but I mean, it's good. I like it. Because in Azerbaijan, we have kind of like similar thing to that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but I like it. I like this. Estonian diaries are mm. really good. Diary? Diary? Diaries? Dairy. Yeah, uh, diaries? Dairy. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was diaries. wondering, what is this? Diaries of stories? It's like,
0: like Dairy.
1: Dairy. Dairy. Yeah, dairy products. Dairy. Yeah, we have a lot of
0: it. <laughs> yeah. What is, what do you think is the weirdest local tradition?
2: Here, um, weirdest local tradition in Estonia, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, um, yeah, I would say. Is would, there
1: anything that is different from Azerbaijan? Like, obviously there are probably holidays that we celebrate that you guys like, and vice versa.
2: No. Like like Yannipe, we have something similar, like, you know, for example, but probably like the sauna thing, I will say, because we talked about it, just remember that, yeah.
0: Okay. Is there anything you've always wanted to ask from an Estonian, but you've never dared to? No, I ask. I ask
1: everything. I <laughs> you're like you're not shy about asking stu- stupid things even if need to be.
2: <laughs> I mean, it really depends. If it's my first time, I'm meeting someone, of course, like I'm not gonna like. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but if I feel comfortable, yeah, of course, I have I have asked. So there's uh, no mysteries yes. about Estonians that are no. bothering me. think you. for five <laughs> years, yeah. I have unlocked everything. Are you planning on staying to Estonia to live for? Um, well, at least for the next few years, yeah, for sure okay but other than that you're adventurous and want to go see the world uh, well i have i have a few things that i want to do like i want to stay here a bit because especially for this media thing mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like make it like stable and then move around let's see how it goes mm-hmm. but yeah
1: turn yourself yes. into
2: a digital nomad type of thing oh no or? i hate that shit <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> why just, what's like, wrong with that i no, not it's just, like sounds so cliche you it know sounds like, pop- yeah, like but a, basically you are doing that.
1: You you want to turn your company into a freelancing business so that you can do it
2: wherever you are. Right? Yeah, I mean I don't want to be like, yeah, I don't want to be dependent like on like office job things. So. Yeah, so you are a digital nomad then. <laughs> you just don't call yourself. Yeah, that. I don't you, you come, that. come
1: up with a new it word. It just sounds
2: so scammy, like you know this digital nomad, well, like you know all this like click the link below and you you will become a billionaire in the next but day. But isn't that what you do?
1: Social media marketing. No. That's exactly, exactly what you do. Actually, I like, think if do it
0: badly it
2: doesn't make sense yeah that's like, that's like a bad example yeah. of social media marketing like exactly. I mean I, I, here's the thing I don't sell it that way I mean I as I said ethically I want to help people genuinely because I care mm-hmm. about them like
0: yeah. mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> the
1: intense, yeah,
2: but that's cool no. no, but that's good I like passionate yeah. people that yeah. you know that love what they're
1: doing are there any weird Estonian names
2: Mm. How oh yes, uh, the short yeah. ones, ep uh, or ot, you know, like this one. Because um, or uh, kadri, that one. Oh my god, I hate kadri. that one. Like, why? That's uh, really kadri. kadri? Let <laughs> me La, just like, here's the like, yeah. In Turkish, there's this like um this name uh, kadri. It's the mm-hmm. same. It's for men. Usually called to people like are like from this like I don't know if it's from village or something like mm-hmm. this like kind of. You know, uneducated people. I don't know, like it's just like always like a meme, you know, like mm-hmm. a, the, right, a mm-hmm. typical kadri or something. <laughs> it's like know?
1: rednecks in US, I guess, then. Or in Estonia, it would be like the countryside people. <laughs> we like, have a word for it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like mock us. You're from oh, yeah. the country's literal translation. At but it's yeah. usually to Russian, so
1: <laughs> Well some do, but yeah. we don't but they're Like have you been on the near Pepsi? Like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. supposed to be that's a good notion of For It
2: does not refer to Russian people, yeah. It actually refers to onions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
2: yeah. And then this like double like uh vowels, like double eyes double like you, 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 you have eye, yeah, you eye. have like T.
0: Now. Oh, I always introduce okay. myself. I'm Tina with two eyes and then people are so confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you explain your
2: name? Do you, have you had to come up with like clever ways to do like, it? No, I yourself? just I like in the, in the US it was difficult because they cannot roll R. Like yeah, I say yeah. Rufat, so yeah, they go, they're like Rafat. I'm like no <laughs> it's like like and then I said I, I tried two uh, different options. In yeah. my first semester, I was trying like rufa, like rolling R. Like this, mm-hmm. Latinos can say yeah. like rufat, like this, E rufat. And then in the second semester, I was like, just say rufat, like I put the thing. But in Estonia, it's fine, like because uh, they can roll R, so. Yes. Oh, yeah,
1: I find it very funny as well. Like in Ireland, I had to always like say, it's like, if you say Kaisa, you have to say, hi guys, and put an A uh. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, yeah, it the Kaisa, and then um, I, I had to explain the S as well, because they're very, sh- all the time, it's like, S like a snake, uh, not like a shake. And like, that's the whole, like, tradition conversation going in the- whenever <laughs> i live in Northern,
2: person. Which island?
1: Like, I, I lived in Galway, but I've also been to the Northern Ireland part. So. I love their accent yeah. <laughs> No, it's like Northern Irish accent I actually got But Irish accent, it, it didn't stick with me Like in Northern Ireland I was there for a week and I came back speaking like Northern Irish right. <laughs> In Galway, I lived two years and nothing Really? No, not really How,
2: how do you say I'm 44 years old in Irish? <laughs> oh, why do I don't best, know uh, best
0: no, we, no. we should do this uh, for you in Estonian Yes, say so, something in Estonian What's your favourite <laughs> sentence in Estonian?
1: Uh, I don't
2: know In Estonian? <laughs> yes uh,
1: Best Estonian impression. Yeah.
2: Cool. <laughs> uh, but I can do it in English, though. Like, no, with... we want to hear the okay. Estonian version. But no, no, no. I mean, like, Est- Estonian speaking in English. That's that's what I can do. But, like, here's the thing. How about <laughs> an uh, foreigner speaking Estonian? Oh, God. <laughs> Try that. No, that's I-, I can only say... How do you say, uh, I'm a student at Tartu University?
0: I'm Tartu Tartu University
2: Yeah, am from Tartu I know they can do like it. Tartu, that's the thing, that's the key If you can do Tartu and then that you... <laughs> Don't know. And, and then I know in Sarama they have this... Ö thing, yeah, yeah Because I used to
1: spend all my childhood like summers Like you were sent away, I was sent to the island to Sarama Because my aunt was there So basically to this day, whenever I go there, half an hour, give me half an hour and I sound like I'm from Sarajevo. So I'm yeah. very good with those uh, language like expressions and intonations as well. Yeah. So it's probably something to do with listening and if you love languages, then you're kind of always on the go, yeah. I think, and analyzing yeah. it. Yeah. So when
0: you go to back to Azerbaijan or you meet somebody, what is one thing you want other people to know about Estonia? What do you think is important that they
2: know? About Estonia? Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually where it is, um, and it's uh, European Union. So usually just, they just think it's like a Soviet Union country or something. That's like the first thing. Oh god, I have one experience. Uh, when I got admitted to Tartu University, uh, there was this lady who my mom knew. Um, and then she uh, asked my mom, oh where you, is your son going to study? And she said, in Estonia. And she goes, like, ah, oh, Estonia! it's ours, like, you know, and as a we have like, well, it's a podcast, but we have this nice thing, ah, like, you know, this thing is like, yeah, whatever, and she goes, ah, it's ours, you know, and my mom was like, what do you mean, it's ours, it's not like, a, it's not, it, ours meaning that, like, it's like our neighbor or something, I'm like, dude, like, it's like, like, thousands of kilometers away country, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you talking about, and it's like, ah, oh, but it's not like the Soviet Union country, I'm like, Soviet Union collapsed, like, fucking, 91, like, you know, like, 1991, you know, that time, so, yeah. So yeah, probably I would say where it is and it's a small country, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's always cold. It's dark. not always cold. I mean, right now usually, it's no, so Now worse. it's really good, now it's good. Yeah. So now it's outside it's
1: like 21 degrees. Like, imagine going to Ireland and having shitty skiing weather all the time. That's cold and that's wet too, so it's like double bad. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't think Estonian weather is bad. No. You know, other people might it's perceive differently.
0: I think it's like exciting. It's a, you never know what you're going to get, so it's always mysterious. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Every day is it's a like a Kinder surprise. surprise. You don't
2: know what what's exactly.
1: gonna pop up. Lovely, there. a lovely way of explaining Estonian weather. <laughs> kinder <weather>. yeah. Surprise.
0: <laughs> exciting country. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think we can wrap up now. Is there anything you want to tell to our listeners, or where they can find you, or? If you to, want to, to find found. your YouTube channel, <laughs>
1: so I
2: was here, and now you can go and find me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, I will probably the Instagram is the best way. Rufat Dargali, R U um, F A T D A R G A H L I. Spelling B, <laughs> huh? Spelling B, <laughs> spelling B at its best. Oh way. yeah, that's true. Right. Um yeah, uh, what I want to say? Thanks for you guys, to Kaisa and Tina for inviting me. As a first guest, you know, oh, cool. it's always good to, I, I love uh, supporting like this new pile of projects and everything because I know it's hard kind of to start from the beginning, but mm-hmm. I wish you guys all the best. More international, um, interesting guests and productive talks. And I really enjoy the questions, were cool. Thanks for inviting guys, so all the best.
1: Yeah, Thanks
2: thank for you. joining and being the brave one. <laughs>